0: This is a HeadGum podcast.
1: This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. Welcome to the This Is Why You're Single podcast. I'm Laura Lane. And I'm Angela Spera. We are the co-writers of the book, This Is Why You're Single. Every week we highlight a different dating topic. This week's episode is on again, off again. You know those people. They're on again, then they're off again. They sure are. Maybe it's you. Uh,
0: Also in the lineup, we're talking about what's new in dating news, a dating app with an anti-ghosting feature, and why millennials are ruining divorce, which sounds like a good thing. good for us. Yes. Then we're diving into the mailbox to answer your listener questions, including a listener who can't get a text back and another listener who thinks her on-again, off-again boyfriend is her soulmate because he was the first person she slept with. Uh, But first, before we dig into
1: all of that, Angela, what's going on with your week? Okay, so I have a friend who went on a, a crazy date. She she goes on lots of crazy dates. I don't think it's a reflection of her, but she's really attracting some psychos. Let's call her Zelda. We'll give her a fun alias. Oh, I, like, I love that name. Right? Okay, so I was talking to my friend Zelda. Uh, she went through a really rough breakup recently, and she was not handling it well, and she decided the best way to get over it was to go on a rebound date. So I was like, cool, great. Sounds good. She uh, revamped her OkCupid profile and made her, like, each section, like, three paragraphs long. Too much, too much. Bold move. Too much. But she said she got a great response to it. Really? I mean. To her pictures. Maybe to her pictures and also maybe based on this story, the type of people that are contacting her based on the length are not the best. They're probably, like, a little, like, yeah, a little... Well, psycho, like they. I mean, yeah. So, but the one thing is, she was very clear about what she's looking for in the profile. Like, okay. she she wants a relationship. Like, she's not looking to fuck around. Um, so this guy reached out to her and he was like, I love everything that you wrote. Like, you sound so wonderful. And she's like, oh, okay. So they went on this like great date where they both got massages together. And I was like, oh, Too much for a first date. I know. Well, she apparently, she already had like the massage schedules and he was like, I don't know if this is weird, but like, can I join you? Because I really would like a massage. Oh, so he was like, can
0: you go out on Friday? She's like, I can't. I have a massage booked. And he's like, I'll come with you.
1: Basically. And, And she like was like, oh. Okay, unconventional, but sure. Uh, So they went, and they were in separate rooms, so it wasn't even, like, sexual or anything. Then then it's like, then he's just getting a massage. If they're getting
0: massages in separate rooms, it's like, you're not on a date. You're just separately getting a massage. But, you know,
1: people go to the movies and, like, sit next to each other, but they don't talk. Yeah, but at least
0: you're kind of feeling each other's energy, and then then watching the movie together, you have something to talk about, like a point of reference, whereas, like, are you really going to talk forever about... The move she was doing on your calf muscle? Well, so
1: they went to dinner afterwards and she said they were both like in a good headspace because they were both really relaxed. Personally, <laughs> Smoke I. Smoke hate... a joint. <laughs> oh, well, that could also be a thing that people could do together. I don't know. I don't love massages myself. So this would have just been a bad foot to start out a date on for me personally. But they had a great time. I don't know. They went to dinner, had a great conversation, went for a walk in the park. It was lovely. He kissed her. And at that point, she was like, wow, like this is like almost too good to be true. So she decided to ask him, by the way, what are you looking for? Considering he had read her profile and said he liked it, she assumed the same thing she was looking for. Is he married? Uh, well, two things. First, he was like, well, I'm looking for a friend. She was like, okay, great. He's like a friend who a I... A friend can, who you kiss? A friend who I can cook for, who I can be intimate with, you know a friend and she was like okay we're not looking for the same thing and i don't know why you don't realize that that would upset me when you already read my profile i know that we're looking for different things yeah and uh at that point he kind of was like oh i'm sorry like i've just got a lot going on right now i'm married yeah she got the sense that he wanted to talk about it she was like so like all right fine what's going on with you and he was like yeah i'm married oh my god but it was a it's a green card marriage oh I, bullshit But still, like even if you're in a green card marriage, you probably shouldn't be like on dating apps looking for people to go out with. Yeah. If you're in a green card marriage, if anything, you definitely shouldn't be doing that because you're going to
0: screw up the person you're helping's green card. Because aren't they pretty strict on that stuff? I would
1: think so. I'm sure they, they scan social media. I don't know. And he also sounded like he had like a crush on his green card wife. He oh was like, God. I think she doesn't like me that much. I was like, this is, please tell me you like left. And she was like, I actually sat there and let him vent for 20 minutes. But most of the time I was thinking about like how I was going to get home and like what subway was closest. Uh, and she eventually left and she did not speak to him again. Thank God. But can you believe that? No. Oh, that shit. I mean, I do believe it, but you, I can't believe it. You called it though. You knew he was married. I know. Sorry. I ruined your story. No, it's fine. <laughs> I see. I didn't see it coming when I heard this story. I was shocked. <laughs> uh, shocked. I tell you. Uh, but yeah, if you're married, even if it's a green card marriage, I don't know, stay off Tinder. Yeah. I, you could I, find I, friends elsewhere. Yes. Uh, that, that's my story for the week. What's going on with you?
0: I got my hair done.
1: Oh, it looks very
0: nice. So I'm going to tell you story about my hairstylist because I finally have like my dream hairstylist who is like gets to gossip with me. But like, actually, I don't even like, I don't even want to gossip about my life with her. I have a podcast to do that on. Right. <laughs> uh, I just want to hear about her life and like her fun stories. So, you know, over the last time I've been getting my hair done, like maybe like three sessions ago, she told me how she had broken up with her boyfriend that she was with for like, I think like a decade, like 10 years, like a really long time, but they still live together. I was like, you can't do that. You need to move out. Like I have a dating podcast. You need to listen to me. (laughs) Like you cannot be living together. You got to move out. So the next time I got my hair done, like six to eight weeks later,
1: is this like keeping you loyal to this hairdresser? You're like, I have to know what happened.
0: Yes, absolutely. I mean, she also does a fantastic job. As you can see from my new highlights, yes. <laughs> um, so then I was like, "Hey, so like, what's the deal? Did you move out?" She's like, "No, not yet. We have like a dog together." And I was like, "What's that like?" She's like, "Well, I'm just going out on dates." And the other night I didn't come back, and and uh, I spent the night out with this guy, and the next morning I came home and he's like where were you? Were you like spending the night out? Like, what are you doing? I was like, you guys are broken up. You're allowed to not come home. This is like weird. You're coming back to your roommate who happens to be your ex-boyfriend. And she broke up with him. He's like taking it really hard. She's like, I know, I know. It's like really weird. Well, anyways, then I came to get my hair done this week. And I was like, hey, like, what's the deal? You're Please tell me you have moved out. And she's like, this week I moved out and I got my new place. It just happened like two days ago. I was like, oh, thank God. How did it go? Like, how was the, the departure? And she's like, not good. So this is what happened. So the night before they're supposed to move out, he's obviously like losing his shit. Cause it's been like, you know, five months in the making of slowly move, you know, them separating. They've been like broken up living together, but he doesn't know how to handle it. And like, she'll go out on dates and he'll like, kind of know, you know, where are you going? She's like, it doesn't matter. It's none of your business, but he, she's clearly going out on a date. So last night, before she moved out, like all of her stuff's in boxes and and he's like, asks her for a haircut and she's like, Ugh. wait, okay, sure, fine, I'll give you a haircut and I'm like, wait, why is, there's a million hairdressers in the city, Why he doesn't need to ask his ex-girlfriend for a haircut and so she's like, fine, come in, I'll give you a haircut and he's like, well, it needs to be at like, you know, before 4 p.m. And she's like, why? And he's like, I'm meeting someone. Oh, my
1: God. Grow up. Grow
0: <laughs> up. So he's like, I was like, you're asking your ex-girlfriend to give you a haircut so you can like look good on another date. Like, what is this guy doing? But really, he just wants her
1: to know that he's going on a date. Exactly.
0: So then she was like, OK, I'm not giving you your freaking haircut. Like, have fun. And so then he comes back later that night and and he's like, hey, so how was your night? And She's like, it was fine. And he's like waiting for her to ask, you know, how is your date? But she's like, she wouldn't. She was like, I'm not doing it. I know what he wants and I'm not doing it. Anyways, it was a lot of drama, but now they've moved out and I hope she's going to have some
1: good new stories next time I go in. I'm so happy that she's living on her own now. That, right. That stressed me out, that whole story. Sorry to stress <laughs> you out, but it, it was intriguing. At yeah. least she had stuff, fun stuff to talk about.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, we are going to jump into what's in the news, but first let's take a quick sponsor break. We would like to thank our sponsor care of care of care of is a monthly subscription vitamin service that delivers completely personalized vitamin and supplement packs right to your door. And it's so great. You just throw the packs in your suitcase when you're traveling or you just rip them open in the morning. You don't have to, you know, screw 20 different vitamin bottles open which would it's just annoying when you've got all these vitamin bottles and some have like 90 days worth some have 30 days worth you know and then
1: and then you're like you're all thrown off yeah you can get one of those day of the week boxes but then you just feel like you live in a nursing home you know exactly so with care of You just go on their website. They have this fun online quiz that asks you about your diet, your health goals, lifestyle choices, and it only takes five minutes to find out what vitamins and supplements you specifically need. Every pack is different because we're all snowflakes and we all need different things. Your vitamins get delivered right to your door in personalized, easy-to-remember daily packs, perfect for a busy, on-the-go lifestyle. They have vegan and vegetarian supplement options, and they also have uh, pre- and postnatal supplements if you're a new mommy like Laura. Laura with accompanying research to help mothers and babies alike stay their healthiest. Aw.
0: So nice for 25% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins, visit take of.com and enter the promo code. This is why that's 25% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins. Visit take of.com and enter. This is why Angela, what have you been reading about in the news?
1: Okay. So I was reading the mirror uh, a piece by Shivali Bess. Uh, it said, "Sick of getting ghosted? Dating app adds anti-ghosting feature that encourages users to reply." This dating app. What is it? It's one that we're familiar with, Badu. Oh man! I so know. we ha- we
0: had like the founder of Badoo on, and as some of you dedicated listeners know, <laughs> at one point in my life, I was the face of Badu. I was like in some ad campaign for them. I was like all over subways and stuff. But like. But then, you know, to be honest, some of our listeners went on to use Badoo and we're like, it's kind of creepy. Yeah. They weren't into Badoo. I mean, you It's know, just more I'm popular being, in, I'm other, be honest. in other countries, I think. It's more popular in other, like, contri- in other countries. But like here in the States, some of our listeners wrote to us and said like the people on Badoo were like a little creepy. I'm not into Badoo. I know it's popular elsewhere. I'm just keeping it real. No. I, I appreciate Badoo and the fact that they, you know, like we're very cool with them, but I'm just giving the true, honest listener feedback. Yeah,
1: poor UX on our listeners' parts. Yes. Uh, And also mine. Remember, I remember, like, I kind of, like, played around with it, and I was like, yeah, I don't like what's going on here. Yeah, you weren't into Badoo either. I'm just being honest. I keep it real for our listeners. Yeah, but so, I don't know, maybe they're aware of this, and they're trying to make it more appealing to people, so they've added this, like, anti-ghosting feature. It's kind of like how Google now has these suggested, like, replies to emails. They have suggested responses for people who haven't replied to someone after three days. So there are things like, hey, sorry for the late reply. When are you free to meet? Or, hey, I think you're great, but I don't see us as a match. Take care. Um, I
0: really love that because some people just don't know what to say when you're not into someone. So this gives you the option. It's either, okay, I actually am sorry. I want to hang out or I don't,
1: I'm not into it. Right. I do like that. I, I do think it will cut down on ghosting for a lot of people. But I really hope so. It is kind of like communicating with a robot, though. Because when you get a response like that, you know it's like the automated response that was already there. I mean, like they didn't put any effort into it. But at least it gives people closure.
0: Yes, the closure is important. And I don't know, Angela, did you update your, your Gmail? I did. And did you put yes for when you're typing an email that it suggests what... Yes, I did. I'm say. trying it out right now. I don't know if I'm going to stick with it. I feel like that's kind of similar to this. It you know? is. And I got to say, I feel like a basic bitch because half the time Gmail knows exactly what I'm like about to type. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I would think I would make my emails more personal and like less robot
1: but the robot that is Gmail like knows what I'm writing. And sometimes with that, with the Gmail, like I'll be writing and I wasn't going to say something and I'm like, yeah, that does sound good. That sounds way better than what I was going to write. <laughs> exactly. So I just go with it. I'm like, yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, it is super similar. So maybe, maybe it's like maybe it's even better than what these people would say. I guess who knows. Weird that we need technology to remind us to be polite, but whatever works, whatever works.
0: All right, you want to know what I've been reading? Yes, I've been reading The Cut. This is an article by Kate Katie Heaney called "Millennials Are Ruining Divorce." Now, according to new research, there was an astounding eighteen percent decrease in the U.S. divorce rate between two thousand eight and two thousand seventeen. So that's eighteen percent's pretty pretty legit You're so it. youngish people probably have a lot to do with it so previous research hypothesized that it was older folks who were responsible as older people are probably less likely to get divorced but when they controlled for age the divorce rate still declined eight percent which suggests that there's more to do more to that drop than just the aging population so so they suggest that much of the decline in divorce can be attributed to millennials. Yay for us! Yay. So you're probably wondering why. I have some theories. I'll tell you. Well, do you want to tell me your theory, and then I'll tell you what they what they um, think it is. Is
1: it is it because that we wait longer to get married, and we Bing-a. know our partner better? Yes. Uh, hold on. Oh, thank you. You're welcome.
0: Uh. It was because millennials tend to marry later when their careers and finances are more on track. And because marriage rates themselves have fallen, Cohen, uh, Cohen, who's, like, worked on this thing. uh, (laughs) (laughs) That Cohen. Yeah, Philip Cohen. He's the sociology professor at the University of Maryland. He says that those who do marry are inherently more selective and thus more likely to succeed in their relationships. So I feel really good about this because I gave, like, you know, Nick a little shit. For waiting like five and a half years to like for us. But like, you know what? I don't know.
1: I don't know what that's like. I'm really.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm really glad that he would though he slash we gets a joint decision. It's not like it wasn't his decision. I wanted to marry him. Right. Why we waited so long because you know what? It's important to be selective and it's important to wait until,
1: you know, until you know what you want. I agree. I mean, it's a running bit here on the podcast that I give you a lot of shit.
0: Well, it's just Angela's but, engagement in the making has been like yeah. six months, six
1: months in the works. Something like that. Yeah. But the truth is I would not have wanted it to have been, well, you know, I would have maybe wanted it to be a few months sooner, but not like years sooner. Like I think that like- well, Wait, but you're five, saying that,
0: but what if it is years? You're you're, you're still not engaged. You don't know when it's going to happen.
1: I'm told by the end of the year, what is this? 12, 5? This episode
0: comes God. out on
1: on December fifth. Well, regardless, regardless, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying I would not like. I don't think that like two years in, three years in. I mean, maybe for other couples, you know, whatever. But like for me, I wasn't necessarily ready.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. And I'm, you know, I'm still, I'm still a, a hot mess in the works sometimes. So yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, any sooner maybe would have been a problem. It would have been hot
1: messier. It would have been even hot, messier. But I, I love this story because I one of my least favorite things is when people give millennials shit. Like because we whatever, we destroyed chain restaurants and yeah. I just read another thing about how we destroyed the napkin industry because millennials don't buy napkins. Good. We just use paper towels. And rip oh, them off oh, or, was, and maybe we also use cloth I was hoping I, I was
0: hoping it wasn't that we were using paper towels I was hoping it was like yeah we because we care about the environment we don't want to we don't want to have trash everywhere that could be
1: part of it I don't know but so yeah but I yeah super I really happy do use when people give millennial shit so this is like something we're doing right I do use paper towels by the way yeah well it's multi-purpose know. I did buy cloth
0: napkins, but I was like, is that honestly any better? I'm just like wasting much water when I have to wash energy and water. Yeah, (sighs) you can't win. All right. On that note, it is time for us to jump into the mailbox. But first, let's take a quick sponsor break. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Kapari. Guys, sometimes it's the smallest changes that have the biggest benefits, such as, you know, waking up and using deodorant that makes you happy. Here's an easy change you can make that your body will thank you for switching to aluminum-free deodorant. I recently made the switch to Kapari's coconut deodorant and you know I can never go back. I don't like putting bad shit on my body. I just don't. I'm breastfeeding those chemicals. They get into my skin. I don't want them in my baby. So I've completely switched to like aluminum free deodorant and all non toxic beauty products. And it makes me feel good and guilt free, to be honest.
1: This is something that you and I have in common. I am also always on the hunt for the perfect aluminum free deodorant. And I that's why I'm obsessed with Kapari because it also smells amazing. I call it mermaid deodorant. I keep like running up to Ian and being like, smell my armpits, smell them. They yeah. smell great. Um, unlike most traditional deodorants, Capari is aluminum free and vegan. It's also free of silicone, sulfates, parabens, GMOs, and baking soda. So it is great for sensitive skin like mine. Kopari deodorant fights odor with plant-based actives such as sage oil and coconut oil. That's why it smells so good.
0: are things I love. I love to spray that on myself. I love to rub it on myself and I like to put it under my armpits. Guys, go to koparibeauty.com slash single to make the safe switch today and save $5 off your first order when you subscribe. That's kopari K-O-P-A-R-I beauty.com slash single. Koparibeauty.com slash single. Mm -hmm. We would like to thank our sponsor, Robinhood. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, options, cryptos, all that good stuff. And it's all commission-free. They strive to make financial services work for everyone, not just the wealthy. It's a non-intimidating way for stock market newcomers to invest for the first time with true confidence. And Angela... I I would call us both stock market newcomers. Would, that's that's generous. Would that to be say newcomer? Would that be an accurate statement? Novice for sure. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I was really excited that they chose our podcast because you know I feel like a lot of young people that are whether you're just starting to think about dating and adulthood. I mean, yes, we've got some like you know listeners that have a you know the age range varies but you know we do have a lot of young listeners also
1: and this is like a great thing for people to start thinking about totally and also I mean I'm listen I'm 30 and this is all new to me so I don't know if you consider 30 one of our young listener age ranges probably yeah sure well yeah I don't know (laughs) I'm reaching the age I feel like I'm still young I go to dinner parties where people are like talking about investing and the stock market and I usually am just like I'm gonna go get some more cheese. Like I can't keep up in those conversations. So Robinhood is great for me. I'm learning. Yes, we're learning. It's a process. So here's some cool stuff about the Robin Hood app. Other brokerages charge up to ten dollars for every trade, but Robinhood doesn't charge commission fees, trade stocks and keep all of your profits.
0: Which is what we want. I don't want someone else taking my profits. Yeah,
1: I want my profits. Uh, And they have easy to understand charts and market data. Place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone and all of a sudden you're like a wolf of Wall Street. There you go.
0: Robinhood is giving our listeners a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help you build your portfolio. All you got to do is sign up at single.robinhood.com. That's single.robinhood.com. And get hooked up with a free stock. That easy angelo what do we have in the mailbox this week
1: okay first question is from al it's a lady al uh she writes i have a new guy i'm dating he lives in austin i live five hours away we've been on about four dates he came to visit me i went there for fourth of july he is very sweet and we always have the best dates it's magical but he does not text me at all When I text him, he answers ASAP and he goes on telling me all about his week and seems eager to text, but he does not start the conversation. Once he told me he is not much into messages, but still, what should I do? What does it mean? How can I take this? I am afraid he is benching me or just playing with me. Help. Oh, he is younger than me. I'm 28 and he is 24.
0: Okay, well, if he's 24, I like, I certainly don't buy he's just like not into messages. And that's honestly, that's such a BS excuse for people because you really might just like not be into texting that. I get that. But then once you're in a relationship, that's all about compromise. You need to make that effort. You know, you need to text people back. Like, I think like, trying to remember when I first started dating Nick I think he probably wasn't like he wasn't like a check-in all the time message person because he would get into the zone and be like painting and like not look at his phone for hours but now we're in a relationship and like the one thing that I have oh I, I hope I tell him this enough he he always answers my phone my phone yes. calls like like immediately always text me back and if he can't text back he'll he'll even text back like if he can't pick up the phone he'll text me back like hey in the middle of a meeting hey uh, in the middle of a podcast recording. And it's just so thoughtful and so just re- respectful of a person that like cares about you and like, you know, Worries if you don't answer the phone or answer back on a text message. And if this guy is saying that he likes her and they're having a good time, but he's like, I'm just not a message person. Well, I'd say, well, I am. So, like, let's find a compromise. We don't need to be like messaging every hour throughout the day, but you got to like write me back sometimes, you know?
1: Yeah. And also, they live five hours apart. That's a solid long distance relationship. If you're going to like, you need the, the foundation of a long distance relationship needs to be like sturdy and, and to make it sturdy you need like good communication he just doesn't seem like a viable option for a long distance sort of boyfriend where most of the time you're gonna be messaging each other you're not gonna a hundred, be in person
0: who I forget um remember our remember our friends who had the long distance relationship like our, our two our gay besties yes our listeners Zach is name oh my god I feel bad because they're probably listening and I'm totally forgetting but they lived
1: crazy far away. Yeah one of them was out of the country. Yes, one of them was out of the country, and like
0: the whole thing was that they it was Aiden, Aiden, yes, Aiden, Aiden and Zach. Okay, I knew it would come to me because
1: they were like us. One of them was from Long Island, and one of them was from Orange County. Yeah, they're 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 the, like the, the gay, gay male guy version of us. Yes, of us. Except we don't date. Yeah, um,
0: but you're my work wife, so yeah, still. So. Um, well. but like the big thing was like was they were like working out their communication. But the thing that I was like, you guys are gonna go strong. I'm not worried about you guys was because they knew that how important communication was and they they knew they had to make it a big focus. And so this this guy doesn't even he doesn't yeah, care about this. So I agree.
1: let this dude go. Agree. Agree. Because like if he's not into like messaging, he would be calling you or something. Like you need to find a way to communicate when yeah. you're far away. So Yeah. All right. What else we got? All right, now we have a message from Alyssa. Alyssa writes, I've just recently started listening to your podcast after going through yet another breakup with the same guy that I've been on again and off again with for six years. I know, tragic. We have broken up for just about every reason in the book, cheating, losing interest, growing apart, long distance. So why do we always end up back together? Naive me says it's because he was the first guy I slept with and maybe we're soulmates, but let's be real, that's a cop-out. I have tried to move on and find someone else or even something else to distract me. But the second we are around each other, it feels like my heart just breaks all over again. I'm about to be 25 and I really don't want to do this anymore. But I just can't get myself over this hurdle in my life. Any advice is appreciated. Okay, so I got this
0: email and I i sent her a link to an article that we had talked about on a previous episode of the podcast, which kind of inspired this episode. It was an article in the cut about on-again, off-again relationships. And the article was in The Science of Us called The Gloomy Psychology of Relationship Cycling. So they call it relationship cycling, but it's really on-again, off-again. So for those that missed me talking about that news article in a previous episode, I'll give you just the quick version of it. So a study found a link between so-called relationship cycling and a host of negative outcomes, including higher rates of depression, anxiety, and overall stress each round of on-again, off-again cycling tends to make the newest relationship iteration a little bit worse than the one that came out of it. And that stuck with me so much. We've been getting so many emails about on-again, off-again relationships. We only picked this one, but we had like a whole folder in our mailbox full of on-again, off-again people. So this is like a big thing. And this is a very like depressing anecdote because, and you know, Yes, there are exceptions to every rule, but if you are in a pattern of on again off again relationships, like the odds are not in your
1: favor. Especially this particular relationship, they've cheated on each other, they've lost interest in one another, like it just doesn't sound like there's anything there worth going back to. The notion of him being like the first person she slept with, so he's her soulmate. I think we can all agree that like most of us don't most couples that I know, they're not the first person that they slept with you know no like, no matter how many people you've slept with like whether it, it was only if, mean anything you,
0: yeah it, it i mean i get that it might you you might like the idea of it in your head but like the guy that i lost my virginity to is a piece of shit yeah like would you want to be married to him no and he's so gross now like i randomly saw him like he's not we're not even friends on facebook but i like found him on facebook like a couple years ago and i was like oh my god that was the guy
1: that i idolized in high school are you kidding me that's so that's the thing is like the first person you sleep with can be your soulmate but it doesn't make them your soulmate and I know that you acknowledge that you know that but like just to confirm don't mean shit um yeah I think the solution here is to stop seeing this person like don't have any communication with them Yeah
0: you got to go cold turkey I know it's really hard but but you know like that study shows every time you get back together that relationship you have is worse than the last one. And you already broke up the last time. So every time you get back together, you're you're in like a worse relationship than you were before, if that makes sense. So you're better off starting clean and fresh with a new guy.
1: Yeah, it's going to feel really good after six years of this mess.
0: Absolutely. I know it's hard, but you can do it. We believe in you. You are strong. You got this. If any of you listeners want your questions answered or if you have any funny messages that you want to share, email us at contact at thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com keep everything under a paragraph or we might not even be able to answer it. Uh, that's contact at this is why you're single You can also find all of our contact info on our website at thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com. And now let's dive into our reason of the week.
1: This week's reason is on again, off again.
0: Yes. We already got into our on again, off again advice a little bit with our listener, Alyssa, but there's a few more tips, right? Take it away.
1: So for example, don't take the fact that you are on again, off again to mean that you're soulmates. It doesn't actually mean anything. It just means that you're always around each other and you need to give each other space to meet new people. Absolutely.
0: Uh, Avoid the post-relationship relationship trap. So, you know... Friendship is possible, but only after a very long chunk of time. We, Angela and I are both subscribed to the no contact for a while. And I have become friends with some of my exes. But honestly, it was after not talking for quite a bit.
1: Exactly. Because otherwise, you're going to fall into that like, oh, maybe we're going to date again. Like, I'm starting to like you again as a person. And it's not going to work out.
0: And I think the reason that people end up, they end up in on again, off again relationships is because it feels easier. You know, it's somebody that you already know pretty well. You know what they like. There's, there is like a certain comfort there. And sometimes it's a negative comfort. Yes, you know a lot about them. They're probably responding to your text messages and like, you know, what they're like in bed. There's all these like familiarities, but sometimes there's negative familiarities too. And sometimes that the familiar whether it's good or bad is something that you latch on to rather than the unknown, you know, and, yeah. but sometimes you have to venture out into the unknown, you know,
1: you know, I love my metaphors and I feel like it's like a really comfortable pair of shoes that you've had for years and they're like great. You don't want to get rid of them because they just like feel great, but eventually like the soles are wearing through, they're getting stinky. You got to throw them out. Yeah. And you know, you can take them to a shoe repair shop, but never going to be the same. Never going to be the same.
0: Yeah. Um, and Angela, you have a frenzy anecdote.
1: I do uh, because I just read like an oral history of the TV show Friends and the writers admitted the only reason that Ross and Rachel were on again and off again for so many seasons was because they just had to stretch the story out over 10 seasons, not because like that's a, a realistic thing for a couple to go through. If anything, it's extremely unhealthy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. On that note, it is time for our Reason of the Week Breakdown.
1: celebrities they're just like us and that means they are also susceptible to recycling relationships i'm going to describe an on again and off again celebrity couple and then laura has to guess who they are in a game we call just break up already let's do it okay first up he's australian but she likes to party in the usa miley Cyrus and liam hemsworth correct i don't even they are on again off again so much i don't know are they together now maybe Maybe. Who knows? All of these people are like, I don't know. Okay. She just can't keep her hands to herself, and he just can't not be a douche and was thus subject to his own roast on Comedy Central. So this is like, can't keep
0: my hands to myself. Yeah. Selena Gomez and Justin Bieber. You know Got that is it. my song, I know. Because
1: I did a strip tease for Nick to that song.
0: Can't keep. My hands to myself.
1: Well, next time you do a strip tease, think of Selena and Justin on again. I try not again. to think about either of them. A, I just listen to the music. Yeah, kind of a boner killer. Okay, his ex was a Victoria's Secret model, and her ex forgot Sarah Marshall. Oh, okay. Forgot.
0: Uh, okay. So forgot Sarah Marshall. It's what's his name who used to date Michelle Williams for a little bit. Uh, oh wait, wait. Sorry. Can you retell me that?
1: Yes. Clue, clue again. Okay. His ex was a Victoria's Secret model and her ex forgot Sarah Marshall. So so it's not the I'm person just gonna, that forgot uh, Sarah Marshall. But I don't know. I'm okay. Confused. I'm confused. It's Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom. Oh, because she dated Russell Brand, right. who was in Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh, you know. Yes.
0: I was thinking about the other guy that was in that was in Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh. What's his name? The tall guy. Yeah. I always, tall guy. I always mix him up with Jason Sudeikis, but it's not Jason yes, Sudeikis. Yes, I was going to say Jason Sudeikis. But it's not him. And well, I don't
1: like him. Whatever his name is, he's great. Yeah. he. Oh, my
0: God. What is his name? Our listeners back home are probably like, yeah. you idiots. Um.
1: Uh, all right. What do we got next? All right. Yeah. Well, you look that up. He was up. on that 70s show and she was on that Disney Jason show. Jason Siegel. <laughs> yes. Not the
0: <laughs> answer to that question, but yes, Jason Siegel. Uh, Okay, lovely man. I need this question again.
1: Okay, he was on that 70s show and she was on that Disney show. That 70s show and she was on that Disney show. Well, the
0: 70s show, I just think of Ashton Kutcher, but it's not Ashton Kutcher. Or is
1: it? Do do you want me to tell you? Yeah. It's not Ashton Kutcher. (laughs) It was Wilmer Valderrama and Demi Lovato. yes. God
0: darn it. I know that. Yes. Alright, yeah. do we have any oh, more? I we have one be, more. One more. so good at You this. started
1: strong. I feel like you can finish strong. Uh, okay. Okay. And I'll give you a hint if you need one. Let me know. Alright. He calls himself a lord and she is queen of reality television.
0: Ugh. Scott Disick and Kourtney Kardashian. Why is that it. the one I know?
1: You got it. Because you know what? They're just in the zeitgeist. They're in our faces. We can't help it.
0: Yeah, this is true. Uh, well, that was fun. Thanks for that quiz, Angela. Sure. We hope we have cleared up this week's reason. That is it for this week's This Is Why You're Single Podcast. Check out our book available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and we've got an audio book on Audible.
1: And get hooked up with discounts from all of our sponsors for a full list of sponsors and the codes. Check out our podcast page on thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com We're also on social, so you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at your single show. You can follow my personal at Sparodactyl. And I'm at Laura Lane Rad on Instagram and Laura Lane on Twitter. Please like and subscribe on iTunes. And thank you for listening. Tune in next week for a whole new show. Bye. Bye. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Single pa pa This is why a
0: single pa 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 That was a Headgun podcast